love, love, lust, lust, and that soul. Again for another week of love, lust, and badass soul. It is CEO Hayes and the lovely AJ Badass Jones. AJ, what's going on? Not much. How are you? It's been a while. It has. It's been a long time, and I want to apologize to the listeners for us taking a week off. Um, stuff happens, but we are here again. Uh, how have you been, Miss Jones? I've been fantastic. It's been a uh, it's fantastic. Been fantastic okay what's made it what's made it fantastic uh i've actually been invited to participate in uh an event in england in the spring of 2018 so that's pretty exciting um you know just a little bit of this a little bit of that weird people popping back up into my life um yeah just it's been it's been interesting what about you what's been going on with you since uh we last podcasted uh nothing outside the norm you know i live a boring and mediocre life is that um, is that what you're gonna try to do with me right now how was your birthday weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? My, my birthday weekend was amazing uh it was a lot of fun uh sharing it with with people who are friends like it, it, it was just it was a, a lot a lot of fun um it was definitely an experience uh yeah <laughs> yeah it was just fun i mean that's the best way to categorize it, it was definitely a, a way to bring in my 31st year in this world so i concur all right miss jones enough enough about us even though some of the questions we got this week are directly pertaining to us which i'm excited to see how we're going to answer these um before, <laughs> before we get into that um the topic for the day the discussion topic yes today it is monogamy is it natural or do we force ourselves into believing that we should just be with one person i was uh, this is a, a topic that i'm sure is gonna bother some people or i, I don't really know maybe it, it's a it's definitely a, a topic that can go a lot of different places um so when you hear that that topic, that question, what, what do you think? What what are your thoughts on monogamy, and is it a uh, is it a natural thing? Um, I want to say yes. Just be, part of it's based on the number of individuals who practice monogamy mm-hmm. um, versus you know the number of individuals who practice polygamy. Um, for me personally, it feels more natural to just be with one person or wanting to be with just one person. Um, but I, I definitely can understand the appeal of polyamorous relationships and not the bullshit that you see in, in Iowa with the sister wives and the marrying of child, like children and shit like that, because I can't make an informed choice. But I mean, grown people who have decided that, you know what, I, I don't want to be uh, in a singular relationship, whether it's a male, male, female or female, female, male or whatever the, the combination is. Um, you have some people who are content to be involved with another couple as long as it's just the three of them. Um, many years ago, I actually worked with a woman who was 
married, but they had a polyamorous marriage, although it's not legal. Um, they lived as a, a unit. It was uh, herself, her lover, which was also her husband's lover, and their husband. Um, the interesting thing is many years later, a lot of jealousy sparked, not because of that particular interaction, but because the two women felt as though the husband was <laughs> sneaking around with somebody else. Um, I think instinctively, as a matter of the heart, I do believe that people are, are meant to be um, monogamous. I can't think of any other explanation as to why there are so many monogamous couples. Like, take cheating aside, take, um, you know, flirting, inappropriate flirting out of the equation. Like, take all of that extra stuff out of the equation. What, like, men just generally want to love one woman and spend the rest of their life with one woman. At whatever point they come to this epiphany, and I think the same with women. I think women come to that greater realization sooner and not necessarily because of the pressures that are put on by society like you have to be married by a certain age or you have to have babies by a certain age in order to do that you should be with one like take all of that out of the equation i just think inherently and instinctively people want to be with one other person that is going to love them and get them and understand them for the rest of their natural existence i can i can uh, understand that i mean i think that when this topic was kind of raised it was um just due to, like you said, cheating, um, the fact that women outnumber men. Um, but I mean, ultimately, when it comes to matters of the heart, I, I would like to believe everyone does just want to love one person. Um, and so is monogamy natural? I think absolutely, because I mean, we are creatures who were giving the ability to feel and to be conscious. And so I think that, yes, it, I mean, love is a choice. I, I, I thoroughly believe love is partially choice like it's it's not what people try to make it like oh you just magically fall in love like you have to make an active choice to keep that love going but monogamy is definitely natural go ahead but you're saying an active choice is an active choice the same okay so when you're actively choosing that's you actively participating mm-hmm. but do you actually choose the person that you want to actively participate with no i'm not because saying that i'm okay. saying i'm no, saying so I just wanted to make sure that I, I mean, the act of displaying love is a choice. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. Love itself. Baseline is an emotion. And that's my fault for not completely no, explaining no. that. But um, yeah, to 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 keep that love going, to make sure that that person knows how you feel about them. That's an active choice. You have to keep that going. So, I think when people don't believe that they just well, you know, I love you, but you still have to show it like we're humans. People need to be reassured of love. That, that's what I believe. And I think with those, I mean, I know we, we digress, but if, if, I think with those kind of situations, like especially when you take like marriages or long term relationships, people, people forget that regardless of how long you've been with the person, you still have to make an effort. It's not enough that, OK, well, fuck, we're married now. So where is he going or where is she going? You still have to make that person feel loved and wanted and appreciated and, and all those other things that you did while you were in the courting phase. I think a lot of that gets lost after people settle into their relationships a year, two years, three years, however many years in, whether they're they're married or not, they just get to this level of comfort. And for some people, they kind of just accept that that's just the way that um, committed life is. And then you have another group of people who, and, I, and I'm not using this as an excuse for why people cheat, but sometimes in, in a lot of cases, I think that is the reason why, because the person that you're with is just not providing that that emotional stimulation for you the way that they did when you were courting. And sometimes it even goes as far as you saying to the person, like, I need this. And you have those, those arguments or those fights or those conversations, like, or why can't it just be enough that we're together? Um, 
and, and people stray. And it's funny because as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking, okay, well, would being in a polyamorous relationship curb someone from cheating? I mean, and that's what I was going to kind of spin off to my, myself is that, is that the benefit of people who are in open marriages? Like to have the ability to say, hey, I want to go out and sleep with someone else. Like, does it, does it cut out some of the, I, I don't know. Like I, that, that's something that I really don't understand. I would say right now, open marriages confuse the holy hell out of me. I just, I don't understand how that can be a way someone lives and it never become a problem. Um, you know but, what's really funny? I think when they're talking about open relationships, more times it is a man with two women. Exactly. Very rarely is it a woman with two men. Like a lot of people would not go for that idea because the concept of being bisexual or women being into women or I like girls that like girls that like dick also, like that's such a great thing for everybody. But when it's flipped the other way around where it's the woman that wants to have two men that she's in a polyamorous relationship with, people are up in arms about that kind of thing. I I don't necessarily know that having an additional partner, because again, it's the same sort of thing. Like you still have to make the effort to make those relationships work. So if you're complacent with one, then become complacent with the second, then what do you do? We'll get a third to make things more exciting and, and nothing really ever changes. It changes. It becomes cyclical. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that that's a whole nother topic, I guess, for a whole nother day. But I mean, we could we can definitely talk about it now um, is like, do you, could you could you ever see yourself, you think, in an open relationship or marriage? Like for a long period of time. And if, if let's say you were committed, 100 percent committed to somebody and they said they wanted to have an open situation. Do you think you'd be able to do that? Me personally, badass? Hell no. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> you. My whole thing is if I'm not enough or if I'm not providing enough of whatever it is that you need, you know, provided we've had conversations about this and you've said to me, like, this isn't working for me or whatever the case may be. Um, if I've made every effort to make you happy, it starts to make me feel like I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And I can't be in a relationship where I'm questioning, okay, well, what could I have done better? Is it the sex that needs to be better? Is it the way that I cook? Is it my hair? Is it the heels that I would like? Whatever. It is. Then my questions would be like, well, what does she have that I don't have? I, I can't do that to myself. I love and value myself too much. If that's the case and I'm just not enough, I'm not the person you should be with. And I'm okay with that. It'll hurt like a motherfucker, but I'd rather it be that than to start doubting myself and feeling like something's wrong with me. Absolutely. And this is, this is a question I'm going to propose to our listeners is that um, if anyone out there is in an open marriage or a relationship, create a whole separate email address, take your name off of it, but send us in some, like enlighten us on the ins and outs of an open relationship so that we can, can discuss it because I I, I can admit it's something I'm having a hard time grasping to really to talk about other than the fact of, like you said, how can, how can one person not be what you need? I mean, I mean, in the whole point of relationships, and we've talked about this several times on, on several different episodes is the open communication. And if you're communicating with your partner, what you need or want, and they're not able to satisfy that, or they just show no interest in it, then at some point do you you have to start questioning the relationship. And is that why people turn to open relations? I, I don't know. I, this, this is just something outside of my wheelhouse. I think, it, I mean, okay, so one, me and my stories, one example that I can think of, uh, a very good friend of mine, he was in an open relationship for years. And the rationale for her was she would rather have him than not have him at all. So they had a, a, an agreement where he, he was allowed to go out whenever he wanted 
and sleep with whomever he wanted, provided he came home at night and never slept out and always used a condom. Now, you can't swear that he's going to always use a condom. And I know for uh, having having seen inappropriate things that I just should have had no business looking at, (laughs) I know that he didn't always use a condom. Um, How he made that judgment call, I don't know. Um, But there were a couple of slips where he he slept out and there was all kind of argument and fights about it. Um, But for the most part, he adhered to the rules of engagement. And then at some point it became, well, she no longer wanted to be part of this. She wanted him to just be with her. She wanted to be enough for him. But she was never going to be because she just wasn't the type of woman sexually that he was interested in. She was great with everything else. Um, Yeah, it's 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 a that's a really that's a tough one. It is. Yeah, it is for sure. And it's it's one that it makes you um, think like that's opening Pandora's box, like her giving him the ability to go out and do that. And then later on saying, well, no, now I don't want you to sleep with anybody else. You've already opened Mm -hmm. that door. Like I I, I would imagine it's harder to close than it is to open it. So it becomes a game like you. And and, and sad to say, like with my sex, like in terms of women, we we. Try to play those games. We're like, okay, you know what? We'll give him what he wants now. He'll settle down in the relationship and then I can change him. It, it never, it never, ever works out that way. Um, I think, and the thing is with polyamorous relationship is not to say that they're, they're not successful, but you have to really understand what the rules of engagement are, what your position in that relationship is, whether you're first wife, first girlfriend, second, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to understand that you have to be willing to accept that all of his time is not going to be with you. Um, and you have to accept that like women are hormonal. We're, we don't always get along for whatever the reasons. And then you also have to be willing to like disclose everything and hear all of that shit. I personally, I don't want to know that the man that I'm with is eating another woman's pussy the way that he eats mine. Or, you know what I mean? Fucking me in a particular type of way and he's doing the same thing with, I don't want to hear that. I don't, like, no, absolutely not. Boss. I'm not a day after that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, don't, don't apologize. Don't apologize at all. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, anyone who has anything, any other light to shed on it, definitely send us feedback. Uh, that email address is... Uh, Love lust and BAS at yahoo.com. Is that correct? Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Or you can also uh, reach out the wake and soul pod at gmail.com. But we're trying to get everything into the love, lust, and badass soul one. Um, are you, are, are you, are you cool on how we address it? Is there anything else you want to say before we move into questions? No. All right. Let's yeah, move. I think we did a good job. Uh, yeah, we, we always do a good job. We're, we're us. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So we have a set of questions. And like I said, th- this is it's a <laughs> it's it's a nice spread of questions. But we have one each that are personal to us. Do you want to answer the personal ones first? Or do you want to end those on the podcast? And then let's let's end the end the podcast with the personals. OK, well, we'll end the podcast on the personal. So the first one that we're going to address is how do you introduce choking into a sexual relationship which (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) this one is going to be this is going to be really interesting uh uh, i'm coming to you first ladies first miss jones how would you introduce choking (laughs) okay um so my i'm i'm well we've had this conversation already so both of us are into choking not one another but into choking other people um or, or being choked by other people anyhow um the easiest way for me to i don't necessarily like having precursor conversations with people like okay when we start to fuck you gotta choke me <laughs> you know what i mean or like <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird right so yeah, there's no way weird. to really 
have that conversation beforehand. Like unless unless you've been talking to the person for a while, you, you know, you guys are discussing the things that you like and you know, so on and so forth. But you also don't want to freak people out because you don't know how people are going to respond to, you know, certain predilections that you have like in terms of choking, biting, bloodlust, you know, so on and so forth. Anyway, wait, 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 what? Bloodlust. No, 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 no. We're, are we're, you a vampire? Living. What? Did are you, you ever see my fangs? See them? Yeah, you are a vampire. Okay, let, let's keep it moving. Um. <laughs> and that's going to open up a whole other set of questions. <laughs> okay. Um, so the easiest thing to do is when you're in a comfortable position, uh, when you know that he can reach your throat without struggling, um, what I do is I just, I take their hand, I move their hand from wherever it is that's closest to me. And I put my hand on top of theirs and guide their hand towards my throat. And I put my hand and close my hand over theirs. And then I make direct eye contact. And you know how I, I don't like to do that. <laughs> so I make direct eye contact so that they understand that is where your hand is supposed to be. Um, so I kind of, then I'll let go to see what they do. Uh, if they don't really squeeze or they squeeze lightly, I will put my hand back on the top of their hand, one hand and my other hand around their wrist and squeeze for them <laughs> so that they understand that it's okay. This is a good thing. And then I will smile a little bit in that kind of seductive way. And I will bite my bottom lip a little bit in that seductive kind of way so that they understand that, yes, this is a good thing. And then I will remove my hands again. Um, it sometimes takes a couple of times to do this process so that they understand that, yes, this is okay. On the flip side of that, you also don't want them choking you out because they may not know how hard <laughs> and it's kind of, but it's, but it's, and it's kind of a weird question to ask, like, baby, should I choke you harder? Like when you're in mid stroke, you don't, that's not the conversation that you want to be hearing. You know what I mean? Um, so just be mindful again, like you'll know how much pressure you want them to apply. You can give them those cues, but also to <laughs> pay attention that they don't go overboard because they might get a little overzealous in seeing your responses uh, and might choke you a little bit too hard. So, I mean, essentially it's the same sort of thing. You put your hands back on their hands and kind of tap to let them know, like to ease up a little bit, but they, they should pick up the rhythm. That way there's, there's nothing awkward. They don't feel weird about the situation in terms of asking those questions. Cause I know with guys, sometimes they don't like to ask questions about their sexual performance while they're performing. They want to kind of seem like they know what they're doing. So this is a kind of good way and an easy way to, to, to stroke their ego a little bit, but also get what you need. Okay. I say fuck all that and just choke the shit out of them and just let the shit fall <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> You're trying to go to somebody else. I don't understand. Why? What? <laughs> Oh no, my but God. Uh, all jokes aside, I mean, from the male's perspective, I would say, um, yeah, just kind of during, like, just go for it a little bit, like introduce it, maybe putting the hand around the neck, apply a little pressure and just see what you can do and just go, go balls to the wall. Like, I mean, hell, if she passes, if she dies, she dies. Like, that's <laughs> but yeah i mean you you just hey just see what what happens like i said um (laughs) but yeah no i mean you just you have to definitely be kind and 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 work it in there slowly if you're not having a conversation about it beforehand um especially because you never and this is the thing you never know what a woman's been through so you going for choking even during sex 
could possibly turn into a complete fight in the middle, uh, depending on yep. what that woman's been through. So all jokes aside, I play and I and I joke, but seriously, if you're not having that conversation, introduce it slowly, um, and then just see where the where the chips lay. I'm a very big proponent of. I think sex should definitely be spontaneous, and even sometimes you can ask someone if they'll be into something beforehand, and they'll say no. But if you just kind of do it during it, you never they'll go with it. So, so I, I'm going to, I want to ask you like a follow-up question with this. When you are, <laughs> so when you're in the throes of joking so much, uh-huh. sorry, um, I'm assuming that you're, you're, you're putting in some good dick. Like you're putting in some work while you're joking. That's all I know how to listen, do. I don't listen to me. Really? Really right now? We've already really? discussed it. Devil dick. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Keep, keep. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Do you find that it um, that it heightens her orgasms, like it makes her come harder or get wetter? Like absolutely, absolutely, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I, and I and let me not say all. I, I you, you, I don't want to generalize everybody under one category, but typically, um, I think that the little forcefulness and the assertiveness does turn a lot of women on. I, I would most certainly have to agree. You know, and, and I mean, being a vampire, I mean, biting occasionally, <laughs> but you know that is. <laughs> I I'm yeah we're not going to talk about the whole biting thing but I'm I'm yeah. <laughs> I was All right. Reason seriously. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. Um, this one's kind of a funny one. Um, have you ever had sex so bad that you wanted to reclaim your time? <laughs> oh Lord, you know I have stories, frig. Okay, so I was dating this guy. His name is Michael. Did I ever tell you the Michael story? I don't think I told you the Michael story. Right. So Michael and I had been seeing each other for a couple of months, and I finally decided to like (laughs) to give give him some. So I wanted to like. (laughs) Imagine you you got uh, noticeably low. I decided to um give him some. Like like it's not a podcast. (laughs) We're not listening to you. But go ahead, keep going. So. I don't know like something just it's something inside of me just said that it was just not gonna be like i'm always rooting i'm always rooting for people like i always want people to be at their best so i don't have to like scorn you and say that i'm never coming back again right because nobody likes that kind of shame and embarrassment embarrassment like nobody not not a woman not a man nobody likes that breed of embarrassment anyways there's something that was telling me that michael's dick was going to be trash but i was like you know what just like give him a go see how it is um so anybody that knows me i'm, I'm primarily a, a skirt wearer or a dress wearer so i remember i, I had a dress on it was uh is a summer um and i went to his house and not that this should have any bearing on how the dick was going to be but when i went through the front and like when i entered into his house i knew like he was just he just wasn't worth shit and i'd never been to his house <laughs> <laughs> I just knew the second I walked through the door that the fuck was just going to be terrible. Like it was just going to be pop dung and I was going to be mad that I wasted my time. But again, I I said, you know what? Just maybe, maybe he'll surprise you kind of thing. Right. Anyway, so we eventually get through the house that's like in shambles and get to his room. Um, And we're sitting there talking for a little little while or whatever the case may be. Um, So he comes over and we start kissing. You know, I don't like that whole mouth licking drooling slobbering business so that started to happen i was like oh boy this is really so not- he's the bulldog he was the bulldog oh there's been a couple of bulldogs but he was definitely one of the bulldogs oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So, you know, we started to pet and I kind of continued kissing him, but like I, I kind of guided him so he knew like not to do the most with his mouth. Like it just was, it was just too much. Um, so we lay down and then like his hands are under the clothes and that kind of thing. And so then he gets up on top of me. Now, mind you, our clothes are still on. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, so is our first time going to be like a quickie kind of thing? Whatever. So I'm not thinking that this is actually going to happen right then and there. But it does. So there's like a quick exchange of he gets hard, somehow puts on a condom. And and Hayes, when I tell you this happened, like the, it was quick. And I was like, okay, next thing I know, my panties draw to one side, penis is inside of me. And I'm there and I'm trying to like fe- feel it. But it's just like, he was just so, well, I'm not even know, like anxious or something. I don't know. Honestly, ugh, the whole experience probably lasted about 30 minutes. And when everything was said and done, I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking this boy could not be serious. Make me waste my time and my good, good pum pum for come here for this. Absolutely not. So we're there laying and I'm like, so are we going to take our clothes off? He's like, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you're what? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to rest for a couple of minutes. He's like, you know, do you want me to go get you a washcloth? I'm like, for what? (laughs) There was no time for me to get wet. There was like, there was... Honestly, uh, you see, why did you make me have to go back to that place of remembrance? Like, I'm not even happy right now. I'm so mad. Like, honestly, 15 years later, I still want the fuck back. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I've never, never had that experience. And he had the audacity to come ask me when I'm coming back. Coming back. Listen to me, man. You see, you almost got the B word out of me. Coming back weird. Me. Not in your life. Not in your life. Oh, my God, no. And every time he called me after that, I made an excuse. So, like, it just got to the point. I'm like, you know what? Honestly, Michael, I just, I don't want to see you. He's like, why not? Because your dick sucked. For real? Oh. Sorry. So wait a second. Hold on. I, I'm still processing what happened here. Um. So, from what I'm gathering, he, in basically one swoop, took off his pants Put on the condom. Pants. Hello, hi. He didn't <laughs> pants. The pants were dried on to his Wait knees. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Did he already have the condom on? Was he just he had, I'm saying, honest to God, honest to God, is I don't even know. Because I didn't even get to the point of really touching him when I was touching him, it was on the outside of his pants. Like I said, the next thing we're laying down on a bed, hand is under my skirt, he's on top of me, two tools, his buckles undone, zippers done, pants is down around his knee, and my panties dropped to the side, and you're inside of me. Reggie, did you put the condom on before I got there? Like, what's really going on? Because you figured, okay, well, let me just get a head start and, like, you know, my friend, come on, man, who does that? He wanted to limit the amount of time and chances you had to see it before it went in because you probably would have been like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> so he... Right. Uh, uh, now I'm just imagining this guy sitting here. Did you guys go on a date beforehand? We had gone out a couple of times. You no, know I'm saying, but that day, did you, were you, when you went to his apartment, were you guys coming back from a date or did you just show up to his place? No, I just went to go see him. Oh, yeah, he had the condom on already. He was ready. <laughs> so like there's gotta be a, like disappointed doesn't even cover it disappointed would be good because then i might have gone back like it was worse than disappointed what's worse than disappointed is there anything worse than that there has to be something oh, worse than i don't know that that is hilarious <laughs> that's oh. just <laughs> i all now i can't tell you what michael's dick looks like never seen it <laughs> <laughs> swear to god knew it was there knew it was, and he was like you know like when you grow you know okay you know what it's like 
you know when you're like 14, 15 and you and you like for the first time are trying to get some, but you don't know where to put the dick. Uh-huh. You don't know like really how to, and you're kind of like rooting around and you're grunting, 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 and half your clothes are on and half your clothes are off. It was like one of those, but he's grown. <laughs> like just fucking waste of time. A lot of his mercy. Oh, okay, we need wow. to move on. From this. <laughs> wow. Terrible. Wow. Yeah. Terrible. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Uh, um. Well, I definitely don't have anything to compare to that at all. Like, not even remotely. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh my God. That's just. I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm still processing. That's just. That's bad. <laughs> Three of the worst experiences I've ever had have have, have ever had have been with an, somebody named Michael. Swear to God. So you just need to stay away from Michaels. But. I know. <laughs> the name, like, okay, absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't even get to ask for a number. I told her my name. She sent me away. Um, <laughs> but I, I really can't think of a, a experience that I wanted my time back. I could think of like the worst oral sex I ever had that I was like, oh God, like just, just, just stop. I mean, I have to go buy shoes. Like, just come on. Yeah. Yeah. Bad oral. I don't know what's worse, like bad dick or bad head. Like as a woman, I don't know. I honestly, I think bad oral is worse. I do. Yeah. And then people like getting toothy. Like, come on now. Just what are you doing? What do you what? What are you doing? Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh I think I would want to be a man for a day. I would I would be like Jackson from Sex with Strangers. And I would just, honestly, I would be nutting all over a girl's face. Like splash, 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 splash. Splash, 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 for real. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. That's, I would pay to see that. But, um... <laughs> all right, the next question is, um, when do you know you're ready to date? Uh, yeah you're gonna have to take this one first um i would honestly say you would know when you're ready to date when you're basically completely happy without date that I, I, without dating like when you're not yes. sitting around thinking like oh i wish i was there oh i'll be so much happier if i had to. like once you get to the point to where you're content in yourself without dating then you should start dating yes i um i actually posted a, a picture today and i i can't remember exactly like in just the basic english translation of it is that there's nobody on the planet that should love you more than you you should be your biggest cheerleader absolutely um and i know on one of our episodes we had talked about people being able to spend time alone and spend time with themselves and learn to love themselves and i think your answer is absolutely right and, and it's a perfect answer like when you are at the point where you don't need to date yeah that's when you should start dating because you're clearer i think about what your needs are what your wants are um you're not doing it for sport you're not doing it out of loneliness you're not doing it as a competition you're not doing it because your friends are doing it you're not doing it because somebody says that you should you're doing it because you know you're comfortable with yourself you've achieved and accomplished whatever it is that you've wanted to achieve and accomplish and now you're ready to share your personal growth and success with someone who you know who can appreciate that absolutely i couldn't say it any better myself <laughs> but all right let that we we answer that one pretty quickly i you know i i, I like to think we're both pretty intelligent when it comes to stuff like that so the, the relationship questions usually come with a little less fanfare but this next one though and then this is the last uh, one before we get into the personal ones but this next one i don't know how you're gonna feel about this cause i don't think we've ever even touched on this on the podcast how do you feel about anal am i am i answering this first yes <laughs> 
Ooh, I gotta put some lip gloss on for this one. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and it's funny because you're the only one who can see me. <laughs> um, how do I feel about anal? Um, are, are we talking about like straight dick and ass anal, fingers, tongue, that, anything that was that's the exact way the question was sent to me? Is how do you feel about anal? So all of it. Okay. Um, I am personally laud. Ask me these questions where like I feel like it's like the the guy to badass Jones 101. Fuck. Um I am pro anal. <laughs> um tongue, fingers, dick, toys. I am pro anal. Um I am pro anything that is explorative sexually, um, intimately. I am for levels of pain pushing people's thresholds introducing new and exciting and fun and engaging um aspects to sexual intimacy um so i am i am <laughs> definitely pro anal i will say on a completely personal note i don't have a lot of experience um in that particular area okay. as so far as penile penetration hmm interesting so when you say you're pro are you pro into both giving and receiving because we know you're giving? a pegger we know you're a pegger <laughs> <laughs> oh lord um yes i am um you know what at the end of the day if if i am with a man who i know that he's clean i know that it's just us as much as you can know these things right <clears throat> and I am completely sexually comfortable with him and I have made him feel that he can be completely sexually comfortable with me. And that is a subject that comes up where um, he would like to be penetrated, whether it's orally um, with a, a, a piece of apparatus of some kind or my fingers. You know, I, I am not going to ever close myself off to that um, because I, I wouldn't want to... <sighs> shut down any component of our, our relationship or our communication and i will say again as i do i think on every episode that we've done what two people do behind closed doors is between them and them alone there's nothing that makes you sexually deviant in one way or another because if you're sexually deviant you're being sexually deviant with somebody that you trust and then what's deviant about it true true there you go i mean words from the wise miss badass <laughs> herself um i mean in my answer with that is, is basically the same i mean i think that whatever you do with your partner that's between you but i don't think anything I, mean, I think i've said this before should be off the table until it's off the table so i mean until you try it and you know you don't like it that's when it should be off the table except me being paid because i see your face no i'm never trying that so no nah, not happening i know nah, not gonna do it <laughs> so if you're like in love mm -mm. does that mean your bottom is part nope. of the equation no nope, oh. i'll never be that He's... deeply in love you know what? Never. I'm gonna I'm gonna sway you. I'm gonna get you over to the dark side eventually. Uh, not, not that dark. I'm light. I'm light skin. I'm very light skin. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going that dark. <laughs> oh man! All right. <laughs> oh, this has been fun. Um, here we go. Here we go. The personal questions. Do you want your personal question first, or do you want me to answer mine first? Okay, since I'm totally not prepared and you know what they are, you do yours first. Okay. And it 
hurt myself. <laughs> I'm actually nervous. So my question that was presented is worded just like this. Hayes, what is your foot obsession? First of all, I resent that. I'm not obsessed with feet. I like whoever sent this in, screw you, because I'm not. <laughs> um you have a meme that basically says if your feet are not on point, do not fucking talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. But no absolutely. foot obsession. It's not an obsession. It's just a it's it's just like saying when guys say, Hey, I, I like my woman to have long hair. Just you can't have ugly feet. It, it, I'm just sorry. It's just there's something. First of all, ugly feet are just the, the fucking pits. And like when you have that like that like ash on the back of your heel and you wear heel, like it makes you want to stop in the middle of wherever you are and be like, get your shit together. Like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> with your life? Get your shit together. Like I don't care if you need a pet egg, a manicure, pedicure, or if you just take a straight up steak knife to the back of your heels, but get that shit off your heels. Get this shit off you. Um. So no, I don't have an ups. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. So what if? What if she's like just like she's everything? Has mm-hmm. a great career, great body, gives fire head. The vagine is fabulous and always wet and always ready. She cooks. She's a great conversationalist. Like she's got a great sense of humor. Loves horror movies. Like she's. Let's say she's like a nine out of ten or a nine point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. What? Let's say when she was a kid, she did ballet and it, it jacked up her feet. And there's no recovering from ballet feet. Then what? You gotta go. Shut up. <laughs> you gotta go. Shut <laughs> up. You are out of here. You have that's some to go. Shit. I hope joking. You got to go. You gotta that's go. Some real, that's you foul. Go. Honestly. You gotta go. You gotta that's go. That's foul. No, I'm you just... Just... <laughs> you need to really, really, really reevaluate your priorities. That's all right. What? all right no let me let me stop playing i mean no i mean of course in that situation it's gonna be like okay everybody has their flaws all jokes aside but i'm just saying i just there's nothing wrong with a beautiful pair of feet that's all i'm gonna say that's it that that's that's all it is it's not an obsession at all um it's just that pretty feet are, are the shit do you like my feet are my feet pretty you better say yes if you know it's good for you yes is that the truth on tuesdays and thursdays Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is it Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I'm so good <laughs> We have so much fun recording this. Are you ready for yours, Miss AJ? Oh, man. Okay, wait. Is it from a man or a woman? A woman. Fuck. Okay, give it to me. Okay, here it goes. AJ. Why do you like to cover your eyes? See, yours isn't that bad. <laughs> um, you're this. That's the second time I've been asked this question in about a week and a half. <clears throat> um, I am a firm believer that the windows are the eyes to the soul. I think when you stare long enough into a person's eyes, you can pretty much see everything that you'll ever want to know about that person. Um. I think a lot of a person's energy comes through their eyes and it's just a place that I'm not keen on a lot of people trying to get to with me. Um, uh, I think, okay, so let's say if you look on my Instagram page, like I would think that 90% of my photos are always me 
smiling or happy because I'm, I'm genuinely a happy person. And a lot of times you don't see my eyes because if there's something else going on, even though I'm smiling, it's not necessarily something that I want people to know or need for anybody to know because then there comes that barrage of questions. Um, I think a lot with my eyes and I don't know if that makes any kind of sense, but when I say think a lot with my eyes in, in terms of observing people and observing the world around me and processing people's energy and processing people's light, um, and, and I feel like if somebody were to look at my eyes, they would be able to see all of that. And then that would be an issue for me because then there are really a lot of questions that I have to answer that I'm just not comfortable with. Oh, that was a very invasive question. I almost rather answer the sex questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the, the personal ones are a little bit harder to answer at times, but I mean, Hey, we got a podcast. They're going to want to know more about us as, as we gain more and more listeners. Um, I want to thank everyone who sent in emails, uh, this for this week uh keep the emails coming anyone who's a new listener we do like to engage as you can see a big part of our podcast is answering fan submitted questions so that's a very big part of love lust and badass soul so keep those coming uh we couldn't do the show without you guys it's, it's like making you guys a part of the show without technically being here when we record so that that's that's part of our engagement um aj another another one in the books we're killing it I'm it, by the way um anything you want to say to the people before we go ahead and say good night um i just want to say that i i appreciate everyone's uh openness to the way that we communicate just you and i and our camaraderie and 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 that kind of thing i know that um just from feedback that i've received that people are really enjoying um the podcast they're enjoying our openness and our honesty um, but as you said, like we, we can't do that without, um, active participation. So I appreciate everyone who has listened to us, has downloaded us, has recommended us to, um, a friend to listen to or refer to us or, or, um, subscribed. Uh, it's, that's far, it's been a really great experience and I know that it's just going to get better. Absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. And we're getting ready to do our first live show. Are <laughs> we really? Oh no, I didn't. We're not now I'm saying when we're, when okay. we get to that point. We're a long That's way good. off. But we're gonna get there, <laughs> no so then people can try to look in your eyes all the time. Yeah, no, I will have like bangs down to my chin. I'll like because <laughs> it's. <laughs> oh, I will make this deal. Okay, I will make this deal. When we get to our one year anniversary or, or whatever point we do our live show, I will actually not wear bangs. Wow, that is I will, a commitment. I will have my full face showing. Okay, now we have to get down. Can we just fast forward to that year? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, see, there you go. That's incentive enough for people to join and hop aboard the, uh, the Love, Lust, and Badass Soul Train. Uh, AJ, thank you again. Yeah. Thank you for your openness and honesty. Thank you for pushing me to be a better podcaster. <laughs> I like that. We're going to get you to the now. Don't worry. <laughs> All right now. So, I mean, that's it. Tell the people where they can find you. I am on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. We are also on Twitter at love, lust, MBAS. And uh, as Hayes had mentioned, you can email us any questions um, at love, lust, MBAS at yahoo.com. Absolutely. And I'm CEO Hayes. You can find me at CEO H-A-I-Z-E on all social media platforms that I happen to be gracing with my presence. Um, <laughs> keep those. <laughs> keep, keep the keep everything coming. Um, I'm we're actually um, we're, we're I'm in the process and AJ doesn't know this. We're, we're getting some merch together for Love, Lust and Badass So. So this is what we're going to do. When we get to our 10th iTunes review, that 10th person is going to get a free 
Love, Lust, and Badass Soul shirt. I love it. So, love it, love it, love it. So there you go. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, thank you guys for listening again. For AJ, I'm CEO Hayes, and we are out. Love, Lust, and Badass Soul is a podcast presented to you by It Is What It Is Studios.